Operation Encore is a 501c nonprofit that is helping veterans turn into rock stars every single day. You can learn more about what Operation Encore is doing by going over to their website at www.operationencore.org. That is www.operationencore.org. If you can give them a hand, just click that little donate button or follow all of their social medias and learn exactly what they are doing to change the lives of our veterans every single day. Hey, welcome everybody to Drunk Dudes in a Gun Room, man. I am excited. I am always excited when I'm on the air. I love what I'm doing and uh, I hope y'all are enjoying it as well. So today we have got Jesus Mejia. He is a fitness mindset coach from the streets of LA and juvenile hall to the military. He is currently in the Army Reserve and I always love a story where there's a win at the end and and people turn around i'm a big believer in that so let's bring on jesus hey what's going what's on going? man another day man yeah, so yeah. that's right why don't, why don't you give everybody a little bit of background from you man where you grew up and uh kind of what brought you to the military okay so i grew up in the streets of wilmington california it's uh it's, it's in los angeles the south part of los angeles um, you know, it's a city where, you know, the crime, you know, the crime rate's always high, man. You know, it, it doesn't stop, you know, uh, there's like this little, this little, uh, how can I say it? Like a phrase that they said, you know, that, uh, that city is stuck in the nineties, you know, cause it's all you see right there, man. You, you know, you take a walk down the street, you know, everyone's wearing their baggy clothes, baggy pants. And, uh, you know, it just, over time people end up soaking up, you know, soaking in that, uh, learned behavior. And, uh, from there, it yeah. just goes downhill, man, you know, um, yeah man so that's that's where i grew up at um yeah man you know so going through your bio right i i see mm-hmm. and and it's not surprising when you describe where you kind of grew up but uh you you kind of fell into the wrong path and and into the gang life what what actually got you into that so you know over time you know like from going like to middle school um of my friends you know back then i used to be a skater i used to skate around so i, I used to always be on the street skating mm-hmm. and uh so i would you know i would i would always see people out there you know getting shot or i would you know go down the street and i would see people you know fucking hanging out drinking beer smoking weed and doing all these illegal activities and over time that just became my normal so nice. uh you know you're saying i said i i get that absolutely oh, that yeah. makes sense yeah, yeah. So just you know, after after seeing that, you know, it just you know, after that becomes my normal. I started, I started to you know soaking up. I started to soak up that learned behavior, and uh, you know, it just basically became a part of my life as as I would you know think back then with the poor mindset I had, and uh, you know, as I kept growing up and growing up, all of my friends started getting into gangs, and you know, everyone started getting into a gang. So especially where I'm from, uh, it's a small city, so it's divided into east and west. And uh, so I would over time I would see my friends start you know choosing sides and choosing sides and it got to a point where I was the last man standing and I was like well fuck you know I don't want to choose a side you know I'm just yeah. a skater you know I just I hang around with certain people but it's not how it works in the street you know once you hang out with certain people and individuals regardless if you want if you're part of the gang or not uh, just by hanging out with certain people people are gonna target you like oh him he hangs out with the west or he hangs out with the east and 
unfortunately for me, uh, you know, because I started hanging out with the East a little bit more, you know, I started getting jumped and I, st I started getting into fights. So that's when I was like, man, fuck this shit, you know, like now I have to pick a side. And uh, so that's, that, you know, that's what really brought me into, you know, the gang life right there. Yeah, no, I, I completely get that. And uh, it, it is, you know, when, like you said, man, when you see that and, and your life becomes, you know, I'm not going to say a hell, but it's, it's a, a world of different rules, you know, mm -hmm. at that point, you don't have a choice anymore. Like you said, you, you know, you can either die on your own or pick a side and, and fight with, you know, people you would call your brothers. So yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense, man. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so where did the decision for the military came? What was that turning point that said, I need to do something else? So, uh, yeah, man, you know, like it just went in my head, man. You know, like I started, you know, like after being in and out of jail, in and out of jail, and, uh, you know, just seeing my, you know, it got to a point where uh, I was fucking up so bad that my family didn't really want anything to do with me, you know, because all I knew was just, you know, bad behavior that, you know, because, what doing right for me felt wrong and what felt uh, and, and and what doing wrong felt right for me, you know? So yeah. over time of me, just, you know, you know, just, you know, I, you know, every now and then I'll be up all night. I'll be like, man, fuck, man. Like I need to change my life. You know, I need to find a way to get out of here regardless of what the fuck the homies, you know, the homies are going to say, or, you know, the people that I hang out with, whatever they're going to say, you know, it got to a point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. You know, it's about me. You know, I want something better for my life. And, uh, you know, so that's when I was like, you know what, I don't know, I don't know what it was. I seen an ad and I'm like, oh shit, the army, like, hell yeah. Like, I like doing that. That looks cool. You know I mean? Shooting at people, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm basically already fucking doing it. So, I mean, yep. let's, let's give it a go. Right. At and least then, you're uh, getting I, paid for it now, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And I was like, well, fuck, that looks like an easy route, you know? And it's something that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to join the military, but, uh, you know, like I said, it's just the gang life got in the way, you know, especially when I, like how I said, when you pick a side and before you know it, you're locked up and then now you fucked up your life with your record. And that's when I was like, man, fuck, like now I can't join the military. And then, so one night I was like, you know what? I, I, I was on Instagram. I'm like, let me hit up a recruiter. Like, let me see, let me see what chances I have. I have nothing to lose. You know, I, I if he says, no, I can't, then I don't lose nothing. So one night I just hit him up. You know, I hit up a recruiter and I'm like, okay, well, let's see what he has to say. And uh, from there, it was just like, okay, well, like, let's do it. Like, and he was like, okay, that shouldn't be really much of a problem. And that's when I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this whole time I could have joined, you know, like, it was a process. Don't get me wrong. It took me like almost a year and a half to join the army. But, uh, you know, I had to get certain tattoos removed. You know, I had a tattoo on my neck that said 310. I had a, I had three dots right here in my eye. I had a cross on my finger with like it was a gang related cross, and I had to get all these tattoos off. But you know, at the end of the day, it was, it was part of the sacrifice for the better life that I was going to create. You know, right. and uh, at the end of the day, it was all worth it, man. You know, because you know, like now where I look at, like now where I'm at right now compared to where I was three years ago was way different. You know, especially yeah. everything that the military taught me it was, you know, it was it was for the better, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and a lot of people don't realize this. When you started out, did you start out active or did you come straight into the reserves? So I started off in the reserves. Okay. I yeah. did too. I, I did the same thing. Um, so <laughs> a lot of people don't know this uh, about the mm -hmm. military. 
um, especially in the active, you know, there, there's a big gang issue in the military. Um, oh, of course. You know, it's, it's like you said, it's a great place to get training, you know, um, and that's training that you could bring back to your gangs and everything else. And it has, it has been an issue to where the military don't want to talk about it, but they teach a little bit about it. There's a reason why they started enforcing getting rid of all these tattoos and, and these symbols, because there was becoming a problem in the military with it. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think it sounds like you made an, an amazing choice, man, because it wasn't about coming in to get training to take back the streets. It was about improving your life and potentially your family's lives. So yeah, that's off to you, brother. So Hell yeah, so you you came in the reserves. What MOS did you choose when you came in? Uh, I chose a uh, ninety-one Bravo. Okay. So at first, I was going to do a eleven Bravo. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do eleven Bravo. Uh, you know, three years contract, but uh, my dad has a shop. And yeah. um, so right when I was going to Maps to sign my contract, um, he got in a car crash, a really bad car crash. And so unfortunately that shop, like where my pops works at, you know, at the time I was like his right-hand man. Mm -hmm. So I was like the second in charge. And, uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't just leave the business there. Like I couldn't just leave because it now where, how's my family going to eat? You know, how is my little brother going to eat? My mom, how the bills going to get paid? So I was kind of like, fuck, man, like I did all this shit. I got my tattoos removed. I, you know, I stopped talking to certain people. And then right when I was about to leave, you know, that's when that shit happened. I'm like, fuck. So like three months went by and then I'm like, shit, like. Are you ready to experience the power of military community right from the comfort of your living room? Introducing Military United Podcast Streams, now available on the Roku channel. Get ready to dive into a world of incredible stories, inspiring discussions, and the best entertainment the military community has to offer. With our veteran podcast host, you'll gain insights into the experiences that have shaped our heroes. And that's not all. We've got a lineup of talented veteran musicians playing rock, country, and more. Get ready to rock out with these incredible artists who have served our country and are now ready to entertain you with their soulful tunes. But wait... There's more. We've also got veteran comedians who will have you in stitches with their hilarious and relatable stories. Laughter is the best medicine, and these brave men and women know how to deliver it. So gather your loved ones, grab some popcorn, and prepare for an unforgettable journey into the world of military podcast, music, and comedy. With Military United Podcast Dreams now on Roku, you can access all this incredible content with just a few clicks of a button. Military United Podcast Streams on Roku Channel. It's time to honor, entertain, and celebrate the incredible men and women who have served our country. Join us today and experience the power of the military community. Like at the end of the day, I was going to come back and then I could still, you know, do my thing there at the shop, you know, help feed my family. And, you know, it was just, you know, it was a win win for me at the end of the day. Yep. No, that makes perfect sense, man. And it's ironic yeah. because when I, I came in in 94, and I yeah. came in with what they called a 63 Sierra, which was a heavy wheel okay. vehicle. And then, okay, okay. Uh, what was it? Early 2000s, I think. They uh, mm -hmm. uh, they combined it all, everybody to 63 Bravo, which was a light wheel vehicle mechanic. And then, mm -hmm. right before I retired, they changed us to 91 Bravo. So I kind of smiled when you when you said that because I can relate to it, man. You know, that's that's what yeah. I did. For 
So, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, so you were 91 Bravo too? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. They changed it. They changed it right there towards the end. They made everybody, they 91 Bravo when I first came in, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was an uh-huh. MP. That's what, okay. and, and they changed, I don't know why they did it, but they changed a whole bunch of identifiers and mm-hmm. uh, they made mechanics, everybody 91 Bravos. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope, man. Hell yeah. Small yeah. ass world, bro. Yep. That's crazy. Absolutely, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, man. where did, where did the, fitness and mindset coaching come from you said what i said where did the fitness and mindset coaching comes from because you know that's that is a huge change from yeah where you started to to where you've gotten to so okay so all that started you know okay so i joined the military thinking that i was going to be you know a whole different person you know i was going to stop drinking i was going to you know do better um and just have like the mindset that i always needed you know that might become the man i never had in my life as as i should say um don't get me wrong though you know as soon as i joined i went through boot camp i went through all that good stuff and i did learn a lot and it did toughen me up and it taught me a lot of discipline and the military showed me a a whole different way of life and a whole different point of view but uh there was still that problem of me drinking um you know i was still drinking i was still you know getting in the fights i give if someone told me something, I would get mad and I would try to control myself, but then I just couldn't. And I'll be like, man, like, you know what? Like, let's go to the bathroom or let's go to the back of the motor pool. Like, hey, dog, like, you know? Yep. So I was like, you know, fuck, man. Like, there's something more that I need to change. And then that's when I started getting into fitness and uh, nutrition and the mindset coaching. And uh, well, first, I started off getting coached by my coach, uh, Coach Guerrero Fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, you know, I went to him. I got coached. I got my nutrition on point. You know, I created that inner peace with myself. I stopped chasing temporary pleasures, you know, stopped running away from my problems. And, you know, which was my problem was, uh, you know, my vices was alcohol. You know, I would just, uh, I couldn't put the bottle down, man, you know, because I would just be like, whenever a problem went in my life, I would just pick it up and just keep going at it and going at it. And I knew that it was going to affect me and my career in the military and not only in the military, but right here on the civilian side as well. Yeah. So I had to drop that, man. And uh, yeah, man, as soon as I hit up my coach, I got coached, you know, I had my transformation, lost fat, build muscle. I created new hobbies with, along the process, like reading books, um, you know, uh, on, I mean, like coffee, you know, I drink coffee now, you know. And, yep. uh, yeah, man, you know, it's just it's good because like now when I have a problem my way, I don't crack, I don't fold, you know, and I just I run off fate now, like not fear, you know, like. Yep. You know, I just, you know, fate, you know, fate, like running off fate is, um, even if I lose this or lose it all, like I'm still going to stick to the plan, you know, fear yep. is like, what if, like, what if I lose that? What if this happens? You know, now I flip yep. the reverse and reversed it. And I'm just, I'm running off purpose and, and fate now, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And, you know, I went through a, uh, a program. It was mm-hmm. kind of a group therapy program. And, mm-hmm. and that was the, the toughest part for me was changing the mindset. It wasn't yeah. so much, you know, I could, I could do the, the physical things, you know, if, mm-hmm. if I had to stop drinking or I had to do this or I had to do that, watch what I mm-hmm. eat, I could do all those things. Mm-hmm. That temper, man, you know, yeah. I, it would catch me so fast that I couldn't even think about what I'm about to say. And it, it was affecting my civilian job. It was affecting me and my family, you know, and that was the worst part. And so, you know, I commend you, man, because. 
it ain't easy. And, and yeah. on top of that, um, you know, you did this from the reserve component and, and, mm -hmm. and why I say that's harder is because if you were active, you would be taken out of that environment completely and put in yeah. a whole controlled environment. Well, you've now got all the, still the, all the same temptations. You know, you're still living in the same area. The, the, the people that you used to hang with are still there. The gangs are still there. You know, when you're not on drill, that temptation to drink and, and not be military um, disciplined could easily be there compared to those active components, man. So, you know, yeah. not only did you do it, but you did it the hardest way possible. Yeah, man. And uh, like I said, you know, that's what that's when the mindset comes in, you know, because, uh, you know, like like I always tell everybody, man, temptation is always going to be there. It's it's never going to stop coming into your life. You know, it's and that's what with problems, you know, like the more you want a life, the harder it's going to get. You know, it's yep. just you know, like the more you ask for it, the more problems going to get. But it doesn't matter if you're going to make that problem a speed bump or a brick wall, you know, and uh, that's what it is, man. Like, every, you know, when I first came back here after I finished my initial, uh, you know, uh, basic training and initial training, you know, mm -hmm. my MOS school, I came back and I came back to everything again. You know, I thought I like that's why I had to hop on the, on that team and get that coaching because, uh, you know, like everything was, I, you know, I took. Yes, I took a break, but I came back to the bullshit again. Yep. And it was like, now I'm like, well, fuck. Now I can't run away from it. It's here. I can't run away from the vices. I can't run away from the gangs. I can't run away from this. And um, I'm like, well, fuck, you know. The minute I changed my perspective and, my, and perception, that's when everything changed, man. You know, I started viewing shit positive. I'm like, okay, well, you know, yeah, it's it's still here. But am I going to view it as negative or positive? Am I going to view it as something positive that's going to make me better or something negative? And just let and, and let my energy just flow to that, you know. So that's you know that's the main thing right there, man. Mindset, you know, because it doesn't matter if you have all the money, the success, the cars, you know, whatever you want. If you don't have this on unlocked, you, you don't have the proper tools to handle prompts, You know, you're going to lose it all. You know, yep. in, in a split second, like how we talked about now with temper. You know, you know, because you know, just like that, man. If you're running off emotions, you know, emotions are, are temporary, but the decisions you make are forever. You know. Yeah. That's no, you take yeah, a day. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and the other thing about that too, you, you, you mentioned, you know, by chasing those, those prized possessions, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I made that same mistake. I wanted yeah. my own business. And when I got out of the military, I started my own trucking company and then, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. money started coming in and, and I wasn't just happy anymore, just owning a business. I needed to have this. I, I wanted a diesel truck. I needed a new semi. I needed this and I needed that. And no matter what I got in my life, I, I still wasn't happy. There was, there was mm -hmm. nothing happy about the things that I had, you know, the, mm -hmm. Oh, great. It's here. I got it. And then after that, it's back to, well, now I need something bigger. I need something better. And yeah, it took me years to, to learn that unless you are happy with yourself and you love who you are, you're never going to be pleased. You're never going to be happy because you can't buy what you're chasing. You may not know what yeah. it is, but what it really is, is inner peace. Yep. And I, Hell think, yeah. I think that's a, a big part of, of what a lot of people go through is, is they, they don't know how to look for themselves because mm -hmm. when they look in the mirror, they don't like who they see. Yep. Hell so yeah. you've, got, you've got to not only change the mindset, but you got to build the confidence and you have to build the, the, purpose and, and a lot of them by this time have lost the motivation you know so mm -hmm. you've got to rebuild all that stuff 
Yeah. Hell yeah. So let me ask you this. You, when you get a new client, right? You get, you, you get mm -hmm. a new person that you're going to start coaching. Mm -hmm. Where do you start with them? So, you know, at first when I start with them, you know, I have them fill out this form, like their goals. Like, okay, like, do you want to drop weight? You know, uh, like, are you, is your mindset on point? Like, you know, of course, like, regardless of what it is, I'm going to give the client, each client, the same amount of uh, information and tools. And, you know, each kind of comes in, you know, the first thing we do is we get the, the you know, that nutrition on point, you know, because the first thing that you want to do is, you know, get that on point, you know, get that confidence. And like how we talked about, can you look in the mirror and be proud of the man you are? You know, uh, you know, because, you know, once the mind is where it needs to be at and the body is where it, uh, is where you want it to be at, that's when you create that true inner peace because you're no longer like trying to find another happiness because now you're truly happy with yourself and you created that, you know, that, uh, that, that, you know, that vision of yourself that you truly want. And so we get them, we get them shredded. We get, we get them their nutrition on point, you know, so that way they're still eating good. You know, they can do what they want to do, but they got, you know, they're still losing fat and building muscle. And on top of that, you know, every Sunday with my clients, you know, we always give a one-on-one a, a -on -one coaching call. You know, we, we do overlook of the week. All right, how are you doing? You know, how's how's everything? How are you feeling? How are the workouts? Uh, you know, um, are you dropping weight? And then from there, we start hitting the mindset, you know, the, like they start hitting me with the, oh, man, like I feel good, but I feel like giving up. And then that's when we, we hit them with the mindset, like, hey, man, look, and, you know, we give them the breakdown and we just keep going at it, man. And it, it's, it's a good feeling because... I was, I know what it's like to be on the other side of that screen, you know, because I was once there. I was, I was, you know, not yet self, you know, fully developed in the, in the mind and the body. And yeah. uh, it feels good to share information because, you know, like my coach said, what good is information if you don't share it, you know? Yeah. Like, if Absolutely. you know, it, it, it's no value. You're just you holding it in, you know, you, you got to spread it out, you know, because you never know who might need to hear that, you know, regardless if it's something so little. You know, so that's why I always, you know, my clients, I'm always on the phone with them every day. I call them, hey, man, how you doing? How's everything? Oh, okay, cool. You know, and, you know, I always, I always tell them, man, I'm always available 24-7. Like, the other day I had a, a client call me, like, 2 in the morning. He was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to drink alcohol, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling right now, you know. But, like, I, you know, I could have not answered. I could have just rolled back to sleep, you know. Yeah. But I was like, man, nah, like, this, this guy, you know, signed up with me for a reason. He trusts me. You know to help him develop himself and create that person that he really wants to be man so i'm always there for my clients you know regardless of what it is yeah i think that's important because without yeah. that you're not going to have the trust and yeah. and i know from the military side of that once you break that trust man it's it's impossible to get it back yeah that's true so man when you're at drill weekend man and you know, I know it's a little bit different because um, the reserve components get that that civilian life as well. But yeah. do, you have, do you find that that some of your your soldiers are coming up to you to get some of this knowledge and and oh <laughs> learn a little bit more as well? Oh yeah, man. Uh, you know, definitely. Like I, at the moment, I just got promoted to specialist. You know, but me being a private, if uh, you know, I have a I have a couple of my you know you know my battles on my Instagram. You know. Mm -hmm. And uh, they see me, you know, I, I wake up at 3.30 every day in the morning. So by 3.50, you know, by 4 o'clock, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm doing my push-ups or burpees, you know. So you yep. see all that stuff, you know, hit the gym at 5, and then you know, I post all my meals, my daily life. And, uh, you know, they see all that, and they're like, fuck, man, like, well, like, what are you doing for fun? Like, what the fuck? Like, how are you doing this shit? 
<laughs> and I'm just like, well, man, it's just like, it's just, it's not motivation, you know, like motivation is creating the life you want to, uh, to live. And that's, that's what you use as motivation, you know, creating the life you want to live. And, yeah. you know, and you got to run off discipline, man, which, which is doing which, what you don't want to do regardless of how it feels, you know? So, yep. you know, I, you know, they see all that stuff. And then, so they, they end up asking me, Hey man, like, how are you doing it? Like, how, how can I get, you know, shredded? How can I drop the vices? How can I, uh, you know, you know, become the man I never had, you know, or like, you know, become the man I admire. And I just give him, I give him, you know, you know, like little, you know, fucking information back to back. Like, hey man, look, this is how you do it. This is how you do it, you know? And, uh, you know, I got a couple of them on my program, you know, and it's just, we're going off from there, you know, and it, they see the difference and, yep. you know, how, how it feels to be, a, you know, living, you know, a sober life and going after their goals, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a, you know, a big, big part. I wish, I wish the military, the active side, you know, would create this part of a, like a benefit for the soldiers to, to give them that personal coach, you know, you know, you, you, you look up at your leaders, but you know, I know Mm -hmm. I had soldiers underneath me. Um, Mm -hmm. I was active when I retired, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I had soldiers underneath me, but I was suffering with, with PTSD my, myself. Of course. And I was, yeah. you know, I was faking it till I could make it in yeah. front of everybody. And um, to try to rely on me to help you is going to mm-hmm. be tough because I'm hiding it my damn self, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to be in no mindset to give you good advice. And I think a program like yours would be an amazing benefit because if we could catch some of this, um, mindset before they got out to where they could mm-hmm. deal with the new stresses that are going to come. Mm-hmm. I think it would help that transition tremendously. Oh, of course. Yeah, man. You know, cause you know, I spent, I spent a couple of you know, months like, you know, like on TDY or like on, on orders for like uh, schools and uh, on active duty places. And I, you know, I've seen the environment, you know, a lot of people are out there just drinking and shit, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's the people that actually don't drink and, you know, they're always going after their goals, like training, going to schools and, you know, therefore if they have a family, they're there for their family or going out to like hiking or like something like that, you know, but then there's the other people that, uh, they don't really have that, uh, that blueprint. They don't have that, uh, you know, that, uh, that, that person pushed them to do good. And so that's when people get lost. They're like, all right, man, you know, I'm gonna go to the PX. I'm going to get a 12 pack and, you know, after they drink a 12 pack, they just go back, get a bottle. And it just, it's just a never ending cycle, man. And that's what, that's what I feel. A lot of people, you know, especially on active duty would actually benefit from, you know, creating, you know, that positive, uh, you know, positive habits, you know, because once you take those distractions away, now you're focusing your time in the gym, you're working on yourself, you come home and then now you're building your mindset. You're reading a book, you're, uh, you're listening to a podcast or you're envisioning your future. You're actually focusing on your goals. And, uh, you know, from there, it just, it becomes easier, man, you know, cause you, you kind of have like that little push now onto, okay, now I know where I'm going. Now I know what I'm doing. Now I'm clear thought. I can control my emotions, my thoughts. And, you know, I, I know, I no longer have that little substance in the back of me telling me to do all these evil things or like negative stuff, you know, get in a fights or, you know, do all this bad stuff, man, you know? Yeah. And, and the big part is, is control. They, they would learn yeah. that self-control. Um, and prevent a lot of the things, like you said, you know, people don't realize that the, the, it's hard to stop drinking in the military because 
The yeah. norm is not those people that are doing the right things. Like you said, the norm is the guys in the barracks that are, when we're off, you know, we worked hard, we're going to party hard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so it's hard to, to go against that grain because the military instills that you should look like the guy to your left and the guy to your right. And if those yeah. are the guys that are partying, well, you're going to look like those guys and go party too. Oh and yeah. So it's tough to, to break that cycle. Um, because mm-hmm. you're stereotyping what we're supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we're warriors, so we need yeah. to act like warriors, but what we, we fail to realize is that doesn't mean that you have to be destroying your body and doing dumb things to be a warrior. You can be sharpening your mind. You can be, you know, training and, and working on your fitness and, and all of these types of, of things to hone in on your skills and at the yeah. same time, improving your life. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, man, you know, that right there is just people, they see someone doing something like, well, okay, well, I'm going to do what he's doing because he's, uh, he's above me. He's doing it. So it's okay. Right. I just got in the military. This is the first thing I'm seeing. Okay, yep. cool. You know, so people end up, uh, it's, it's called, uh, soaking up learned behavior. You know, you, everything you do since the day you were born, you learned it from somebody, you know, yep. you've seen it somewhere or you learned it from somebody close to you. So it's just learned behavior, man. You know, all it takes is one person to lead by example, you know, like, uh, you know, like, shit, man, like, sometimes people just need that that one person right there showing them how it's done. And people will be like, well, fuck, man, like, fuck, I want to do what he's doing. Look at him. He's ripped, you know. He's doing this. He's in the military. Like, fuck, man, like, you know, if people were see that, they're like, okay, well, fuck, man, how'd I do it, you know? What's yeah. that? Like, put me on, you know? And, you know, your story could be, you know, and I'm sure it is, is impacting the youth in, in the areas that you're living in, you know? Oh yeah. You know, people see that, that where you came from and, and, and how you turned out and they now see there is a path other than this path, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I want to go back. I want to go back. Cause one thing that, that I skipped over, um, yeah. is so when you were in juvenile hall, right. Yeah. I am not a fan of our judicial system. I, I don't uh-huh. believe that we, we do not instill behavior to get you better. We instill behavior to get you back there to make more money off of you. And, and oh, I, yeah. I'm a firm believer in that. I seen it with my own eyes, even though it was for really small stuff, but I seen really quick that it wasn't about justice. It was about mm-hmm. making that money machine go. So yeah. juvenile hall, right? At that point, you're, you're still under age. You're, you're considered a minor and, is was the juvenile hall you were? Is it more like a group home for you, or was it more like a a child prison? So yeah, it's like a child prison, man. So uh, in the juvenile system, you have three options. So it's like a it's like county jail, prison, and then you have like your rehab center, like rehab like rehabilitation home type stuff. So uh, when you first get locked up, they send you to uh, to juvenile hall. You're there for three days. Uh, if you're on the weekend, then best of luck to you then, because now you're there for five days, you know, because the weekends don't count. Um, and then, so, you know, I said like speedy trial, so three days and then you go to court. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, once you get your sentence, either you're going home because sometimes uh, they they give a lot of minors a slap on the wrist sometimes. If it's your first offense, that's what happens. They give you a slap on the wrist. So either you go home, a house arrest, probation, and, uh, you know, whatever happens out there, it happens out there. Or they send you, if it's a big case, then you go to CYA, which is called uh, Central uh, Youth Authority. No, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And uh, so you go there, if it's like you're doing like hella time, if you get like adult life uh, or, or juvenile life, I should say. And then uh, if not, then you get then you get sent to a group home. It's it like, you know, it's just like a nurse slap on the wrist. Like if you have nowhere to go, then it's in your, to, a, to group home uh, or a camp or camp. It's just like a, a camp is just something like, it's like a, a, a watered down version of, of jail, but it's kind of like, you know, like you said, it's kind of more like a little, uh, they have you doing activities you know, open, open bays. It's kind of more relaxed, mm -hmm. uh, but it's still kind of jail though. You don't have a right. phone, you know, you, you get a phone call every now and then there's still fights and everything in there. Um, so where I went, when I first got locked up, um, I got sent to, uh, to juvenile hall. That's where everybody goes right away. Um, so I was there for, you know, I got there on the weekend, got there on a Friday. So a uh, Thursday, so Friday and then Saturday, Sunday didn't count in Monday, Tuesday, uh, and then Wednesday I went uh, to court uh yeah man so i was 14. uh i got caught in a in a uh, stolen ride so they gave me a slap on the wrist went home my house arrest um you know whatever after a month i got my house arrest ankle taken off and then uh yeah man you know i was on probation a couple months go by and i'm back in man i'm back in and uh from there it was just i wasn't i didn't get out from that sentence for another year a year and two months so I was there for quite some time, but in there it's in juvenile hall. It's like a, you're in a cell by yourself. So it's kind of it's kind of more, you know, it kind of sucks more because now it's really challenging your mind because you're in the cell for 21 hours in one day, you know. Of course, they take you off for one hour to, uh, for 30 minutes, you know, or whatever to go to child to shower, uh, but it was just more the time you spend it in your cell by yourself, man. You know, so it was very. Uh, if if you don't control your mind or you're not doing push-ups or reading books or something, it's gonna it's gonna drive you nuts, man. You know, I mean, yeah. I've I've seen I've seen it, man. You know, a lot of people go crazy, start banging on the fucking the doors and shit. And it's just you know, it's just being locked up 21 hours in one day, especially so young, you know, feeling hopeless. Yeah. It just it gets to you, man. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. What What I was gonna ask is. Mm -hmm. it, any time during this process, did you did mm -hmm. did you see any type of mentor program, coaching, like what what you do? Was there anything like that offered? Uh nah, man, not really. You know, the only, like the only time that I did see something like that was if you went to school. So like, if you were like behind credits, like if you can like, I guess like raise your hand, and be like, can I go to school? And they would take you to school for like thirty minutes, right? And like the teachers there will kind of help you out. They'll be like, hey man, like, you know, like, they'll, you know, give you a little lecture, try to help you out. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, you go back to your cell, you're like, well, fuck, I'm still here, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you see so, 30, minute, 30 minutes for somebody to try to help you. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's not a mentor program at all. Yeah. You know, they may feel bad and, and they may want to help, but, you know, yeah. this is another thing, another reason why I say, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, there's, this is the time right there, you know, um, our, our youth is more spongible, you know, yeah. you, they learn bad stuff from watching other people, but they can learn good stuff from watching good people as well. Yep. And, uh, yeah. there really needs to be some sort of mentor program that can kind of step in and, and, and be that person's role model for them to, to see the good stuff. And, oh, uh, yeah, of course, I think, I think that would, you know, it's not going to save all. I mean, let, yeah. let's be realistic. You can't have good without bad. There has to be a balance in, in the world. Without that balance, everything goes crazy. But mm -hmm. um, but you could change the lives of some, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and 
And this is another reason why I say I think it's it's more about they don't want you to get better. They want you to become back and be a frequent flyer and oh, yeah. be part of, you know, especially when they started making it, uh, you know, for profit prisons, you know. Yeah. Now it's all about the the bottom line and improving money. So, and I, I was afraid you was going to say that. I never had anybody yeah. on the show that that could speak. You know, I've had several that were on adult jails, and I already knew. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no hope there. But uh, oh yeah, I was really hoping that at, at least at the youth age that there was a nonprofit or a government program that was at least trying to to provide a positive role. You know. Yeah. Like I, I I think maybe like if you were in a different like a uh, uh, like state or county it would be different you know but I you know, from I from, from I can talk about from LA County you know yeah and uh, that one right there was just uh <laughs> you know it's kind of like no hope like you're in there and it's like okay man you know you're on your own dog like you're serving your time like best of wishes to you like we'll see you on this day and it's just like you know wow man yeah you know and and again that's just another thing to show how you are i mean that was just another thing that that you overcame because oh yeah you know i'm sure when you came back out and your friends that you were running with before seeing you back out now it's like hey it's time to party he's back you know we yeah. can start running again and uh you kind of had a little bit of maybe some some clout that uh you know for what you did and and uh now that makes it even that much harder because now you became yeah. somebody you're not just another person in the gang. You're now somebody that's done yeah. something. And uh, that makes it even harder to leave. And and you yeah, still and, manage to beat that. Yeah, and it's 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 hard, man, you know, because, like, the minute you get out, you're, like, you get, like, all this, uh, how can I say it, like, you know, from being 21 hours in a cell to now coming out and you're, like, well, fuck, like, like I'm free. Like, so now you get this little, especially being young, you know, you're, like, I'm free, so now I can do all this shit, like, so you kind of like you you kind of go out there and go a little bit and you start acting a little bit crazy because you're yeah. you're like you don't know how to control yourself because now you're out and about you you can do whatever you want yep. and it's just like that's where people fuck up and that's where I fucked up you know because I didn't have the guidance I was like fuck well ain't no one gonna see me do this you know then little did I know that you know it was all gonna catch up to me at some point man you know yeah yeah absolutely man yes sir. Well, brother, let me bring you forward and I want you to tell everybody about how they can find you, where they can find your program. I've, I've had your Instagram running at the bottom, yes, but I want to make sure that, that we get this out because I think it's important that, that people realize that coaching and, and stuff like this is a real thing. I mean, there is things that you can learn from other people, whether it be a paid service or whether it be your best friend. Mm -hmm. Once we start learning from each other, man this place would be an amazing world of course of course yeah man so uh you know my instagram is at heart hit fit um you can find me on instagram facebook on tiktok or threads um you know i'm a mindset and fitness nutrition coach you know you know anyone struggling with anything you know mindset nutrition you know i i you know i locked them in man you know because at the end of the day you know we create the person that you never had in your life and you know we bring them out and give it to the world man you know all right, man. Absolutely, man. Well, if you don't yeah, mind, I'm, I'm going to throw you in the, the green room real quick. Throw the yes, extra sir. video and I'll be with you in a second, all right? Yeah, I, yes, I, sir. I, Sounds good. Thanks for coming yes, on, sir. brother. Yes. So, 
one thing, you know, I love about this. I, I always love a positive story. And and to hear his story, man, if you can change from from something like that, anything is possible. You know, I know there was a lot of times when I was hearing a story, I was thinking back at things that I went through and I was like, you know, I really didn't go through stuff compared to him. And to see him overcome it makes it better for other people to overcome the stuff that they're going through, learning about his services, learning about uh, life mindset coaching and, and physical fitness coaching. It, all of that stuff ties together. So I want you guys to follow him on his Instagram, show him some love, at least follow. I'm sure he throws a bunch of great content out there for you guys to, to pick up from. And, and after you've looked at it for a while, you may even want to become a uh, client and learn a little bit. I want y'all to know I, I love every one of y'all for watching the show. I love what you guys are doing and how you've been helping me. So let's just keep it going. And remember, at the end of the day, don't let the day kick your ass. Kick its ass.